0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Donna it. Donna Thorpe.
2: Donna Thorpe. This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna dunk. This is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. I'm Josh Giddy and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Basley and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk. This is Kapoku and I'm down to dunk.
3: I love cereal. Captain Crunch, Salmon toast crunch,
2: cracklin' oat bran. Oh, I can have these. I'm gonna share with my team, but
4: I'm a hog most. Uh, Good morning and welcome to episode one, one, zero. Five of down, two dunk. You can find us on the Athletic and my and the Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your <laughs> podcast. Go to TheAthletic.com backslash com backslash dunk and get the Athletic for thirty percent off. I am Luke. I'm Luke. <laughs> Joined this morning by Andrew. Like I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh.
3: Slam through. Taylor.
2: Like a bat out of hell, I'll be gone when <laughs> oh, the morning
3: comes. Oh guys, last no. night. Oh no. Meatloaf meat
5: passed away. Yeah. Meatloaf. Let me sleep on here. You guys, last Let's night, sleep. Jay. That's Come on. And
0: that
4: was Jay.
5: That was one of the songs, in Paradise by the Dashboard
3: Light. We
4: lost. Hey, you Jay, Jay for a that second. We,
3: You You glitched out. Before, you're back you're back before you could say it's jay we need to hear oh, you say it.
5: it's it's jay it's jay <laughs> you remember a time that we had a podcast that we just kept singing uh <laughs> the meatloaf song
4: where he dressed up like beast yeah and uh
1: i think I and i podcast. would do ne- anything for
4: love. i forgot we had a podcast that's been a long time i know it's been a long time since I've done a pod in person. Oh,
3: no. In four, in all four of us, on all four podcast. of us, still not, still not there. Just I just have, not, not, I
4: sure. have no. not seen Jay for three months. It's been around Thanksgiving last That's time. I really that true. is one hundred percent intentional. Jay, no, oh no. Wow. wow, Jay, Ouch. we we beefing. Oh, no, because we beef
5: because Luke and I are connected by our mutual love of Jimmy Eat World even though Andrew and Alex both slandered Jimmy yeah. Eat World uh, and then Dashboard yeah. Confessional.
4: So. Uh, yeah. We can just jump in because that's going to be my deep dive. How, really? I'm not that big of a Jimmy Eat World fan. I'm just a bigger fan than you and Alex. You talk like I'm the biggest fan on the world.
3: Is that, are we doing a deep dive?
4: I'll deep dive right now because this is what I think. Jimmy Eat World and Dashboard Confessional are coming to Criterion Yeah, in uh, February, Jay? have. Born. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think February fifth. I could be wrong. Uh, March first, March first, and everyone should go because that's a great show. That is a great show. And, I won't deny it. And uh, how much are the tickets? COVID gone by then? <laughs> Certainly, <laughs> I think they're around forty dollars. Oh, okay. um, I could not. Don't hold me to that. But they are. I'll try not to. But they're they're affordable. Okay. And I've seen that last time. Dashboard came through. Yeah, they came through with. Um. Someone else (laughs) that I don't remember, and I'm trying to Uh, taking back Sunday, taking back Sunday, and it was awesome. Oh yeah, and I think Dashboard just has an existing like they know how to put together things, so they just bring in people that they know are like that.
3: Are they playing full band, Dashboard?
4: That he does full band, then band goes away, just him. He goes away, encore full band again. Full band again. Yeah. Wow, and uh, it's very, very, very good. And uh, Jimmy World is with him, and I'm I'm pretty excited for him. Well, like,
3: have you seen Tuesday, March first?
4: I have never seen 45? 45 dollars on Tuesday, March first. It's, it's an an extra twos- five
3: bucks. I'm not willing to spend, Oh man.
4: <laughs> Dude, you, I'll give you. Oh, That's probably process. <laughs> I will give you the 60. five dollars. But what I would say <laughs> is, but Jimmy World is good. They're but they're not my favorite. Yeah. But but for this that double billing, I'm going for that. <laughs> I'm you seeing them that.
5: live might change that, man. They are so good
4: live. Really?
5: Yeah. Jimmy World's amazing live. How much I've How much
4: them. of their... When did you last see him?
5: Before, I mean, just like really probably May of 19. Oh, really? So like
4: yeah. where? Kane's <laughs> Ballroom. Oh, that's awesome. How much of their stuff is Bleed America? A lot. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. And everyone should go.
3: That's good. That's po- the only one I really know
4: podcast party Pad- podcast party to futures? No fruit futures is good, but bleed America is good. fantastic. Yeah, it is. good. I do like it. But beyond that, I lost him after that. <coughs> did you guess? Yeah, most most people did. <laughs> yeah, and and then I wanted to hear uh, Jane Taylor because Andrew talked about it that that uh,
2: gonna hear Jane Taylor kiss.
4: Yeah, I want right, to see it. I want to see it. Um, oh no, that music festival. What was your what was your what band were you most excited for about that music festival?
5: I told you guys that's that's literally like three years of music involvement before me, right? Like, I never had really an emo face outside of Dashboard
4: Confessional. Um, well, there's no time so like actually, the present. Come on, Jay, to get emo. I used to really listen to
2: uh. Thursday, Taking Back Sunday. Who else did I listen Taking to? Taking Back Sunday's lot? not on there. Yeah they, are. yeah, they are. Oh, they
4: are? Yeah, they are. Where? S- up here. Oh, they are. Of- okay. Paramount. That's a
3: good one. That's a good one to That's to uncover.
4: One. That is a good one. I'm very excited.
2: Now you're like, woo! I want to try to go to this. Still listen to Manchester Orchestra. I don't even know why they're. I mean, I guess they should be on here.
1: <laughs> Say
2: on I Avril used to listen
4: to. Is Avril on here? Yeah. I thought she was dead. No, she. Well, she is the original Avril's dead. She's been replaced. Oh, okay. The moles don't match up. <laughs> <laughs> get in, If you get into it, they don't match up. Okay. Cause the one I'm most excited for <clears throat> hmm. starting line probably. Yeah. Or really I'd, I'd love to check in on the all American rejects. See how they're doing.
3: Yeah. Stillwater zone.
4: I think that'd be really good. Give them a checkup. Give them a checkup. See how they're doing.
3: Does it feel does it feel like
4: Bright Eyes is a weird
5: fit?
3: No. Not really. Not really. Because like the same people that would listen to all those bands would listen to Bright Eyes too. Yeah. yeah. They're a little they're, well, do, a, they're obviously a, different than those bands, but they're not they don't it's not it's the same, still in the same kind
5: of realm right Yeah, same that's person. true that's a good one yeah because yeah. if yeah. you guys I remember, had a bunch of friends that were into bright eyes there
4: yeah. was there was about a podcast about maybe now like two years ago where i was like someone the basically i said someone needed to do this like someone's about to cash in on like emo early like oh, it's a huge thing right nostalgia now. it's a huge oh, yeah. thing yeah
5: Luke, yeah. there is somebody out there between the righteous gemstones
3: and this Some
4: stealing all my ideas. Maybe I am too smart for my own good.
3: We're officially old though that they're doing yeah, this is like the this. throwback. Yeah. The fact that yeah. they can get all these bands together and yeah. they're all like, yes. Right.
5: So we're Have you seen Chris Caraba recently? No he's huge. he's like three hundred pounds
4: that's <laughs> three hundred pounds that would make him I, that would make him better if he had to sit down cross for his whole show yeah cross no, he's a uh, he's got a giant
5: beard. he looks like the l- man from yesterday.
3: Wow
4: not today He'll though. Shaved it. Okay. Wow. All right. That's so,
3: if if you're listening on YouTube, you can officially type in in the comments. Podcast starts at nine minutes and thirty five seconds. The Thunder <laughs> lost to the Spurs in an embarrassing fashion, which is why we're not trying to get to the Thunder. Yeah, that quickly. one was. There's
5: been two games like that yeah. with the Thunder where I felt like it was, like uh most every other game has been enjoyable to watch with them. But yeah. this one with the Spurs, and then the Timberwolves won a few weeks ago those are two of the games where it was just like man they were not in it and i'm sure i didn't listen to any of the post game stuff but i'm sure mark was not pleased with the defensive effort uh and it's so funny cuz earlier on i was talking trash on san antonio i was like what are they even doing like do they even have a player and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah DeJounte murray apparently is an all star
3: yeah uh, which is you need to do that at every sing- for every game
5: like yeah, text, i got a text dude, because dude, i you know i think that it helped you know who's going nowhere? Charlotte. Who gave us... I mean, what are yeah. they even doing in mellow? Charlotte?
3: Yeah. Overly really excited to watch that game. Yeah. They can't consistently score. So Social
2: like, media. Whatever. All-star. Yeah.
3: Happy New Year? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I'm really interested to see how the Thunder play tonight in Charlotte. Because I'm not fully convinced i i think they're going to win tonight in charlotte i'll say that i think they're going to bounce back i think they're going to win tonight in charlotte most of the guys are going to play i think that they have the juice to beat charlotte charlotte's defense it, is not good what is this uh, um
5: That's a reverse jinx
3: yeah, what are you Williams, doing is right Ken now? kenrich
5: is kenrich out of health and safety protocols or is he still in them
3: uh last i checked he was still in
2: don't think i didn't hear you say kenrick Yeah. I know. I tried
5: to used to call Dennis, I think, Scooter. Dennis Scooter when he worked when we played here
4: So this is Andrew's Lock of the Week? Lock it in. The Thunder are gonna win tonight in Charlotte. I'm I'm going lock it out. (laughs) I'll
5: bet you you an ass from JJ's.
4: A what? An ass. (laughs) (laughs) You glitched (laughs) out a little bit.
5: How am I glitching out? I'm like connected directly to the internet.
4: I We really ran. I
2: ran an Ethernet cord from your house to Andrew's house, so it doesn't make That's sense. Right, we're directly
3: connected here.
5: But you're gonna give me a what? You want a bet? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Andrew an apple
3: fritter from JJ's if if, if they the fender. Okay. Yeah, I'll get you. I'll get you one the next time I see you.
4: JJ's Blueberry. Saloon. If they lose, Blueberry Classic right. Karaoke Bar.
5: Yeah, uh, I. Although I'm not not eating that garbage right now, guys.
4: Oh, you fit. That's the thing. With next. Jay, next time I see you, I think you're going to be, like, I'm not going to recognize you. Yeah, that's the hope. <laughs> I do Just trying to get yourself Jay out of my life. Jay is beefing with you. You are beefing, man. He's got what, beef. What did I do? Weeping. Nothing. I love you. I love you, too. He was a beef in your face. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I just feel like the Thunder always respond after they have a, a game like this. where it They
5: normally do, but it normally ends up with one of those games where, like, yeah, they played really well, but they lost by three points. Right, Like the Dallas game where I'm watching Dallas and I'm like, hmm, Thunder yeah. looked like they're as good as Dallas. And then How they did lose it? just barely.
3: Yeah. They, yeah. And you're right. They did that against the Nuggets after they lost in embarrassing fashion to the T-Wolves. They lost How did they play? The
2: what was that game right after the Memphis game?
3: Um, I'm pretty sure they won. It
2: was Detroit, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. It was Detroit and they looked terrible in the first half. And then I think they they came back and won that game.
3: Uh, yeah, they played Detroit. They actually won two games in a row. They beat Detroit and Toronto, two games in a row.
2: Well, yeah, seventy-three point loss. You gotta make up. You gotta start adding totals because there's a
5: lot, a lot of a uh, lot of Twitter Thunderheads that were. Y'all don't want to say anything about this team after now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. Uh, That's four, exactly right. Fourteen and thirty. Yeah. The Thunder in the you last.
5: Don't say about Detroit.
3: <laughs> the thunder in the last month have won three games. Feels great, yeah.
5: I feel more confident now in what's ahead of us as far as Tankathon than I have at any point this season. Yeah. And the real trip, the litmus test is Alex. Does Alex feel more confident? And he was a different <laughs> person on Wednesday.
3: <laughs> he was. He was. Alex, don't follow Alex. Alex is so pessimistic about it
5: he is pessimistic about it <laughs> and you know we were uh you know, the good thing about it as well is is if you look at tankathon like i don't know about you all but if the thunder get top three uh which is you know knock is on not wood, impossible
3: but,
5: yeah but but i think at top three which is pretty i mean it's a relatively likely an uh, outcome but I think all three of those guys are guys that you would be pretty thrilled with having. Like, I think everybody has a preference between one or the other. Yeah, but but all three of those guys fit actually a positional need, which is not really what the Thunder are drafting toward right now. But mm-hmm. if you look between Chet, Palo and Jabari Smith, like
3: if that's if that's have, who goes one, two, three, I mean, I think Jayden Ivey right. has def, definitely has a chance to get in there. I think <laughs> if if Shaden Sharp enters the draft, then I think that he'll have a shot. You know, if Orlando gets. I mean I think Orlando would take a look at him and I think Detroit might take a look at him.
5: Um yeah man but I could just see both of those teams going after Jabari Smith, right? Like he fits I don't know. Definitely Chet. Detroit.
3: Definitely Detroit would.
5: Mike Schmidt still has Chet as his number 1 prospect in the 2022 draft, which I know Alex has been high on as well, but and one of the reasons that one of the reasons I'm even bringing up the draft is is the Andrew and Alex, uh, I don't know, reverse jinx. So on Wednesday, both of them mentioned the Indiana Pacers being the scary potential overcome the thunder because they're just a rudderless ship. Yeah, And then they rattle off two wins.
3: How about that? Beat the Lakers and beat the Warriors, beat man. Golden State. And Golden State's not played well lately. And they're short Draymond, man. Draymond Green's not there, which is... Everything apparently. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they lost to the Pacers, who don't have Turner or Sabonis. I mean, that's kind of crazy that they. I mean, their starters: Justin Holiday, Tori Craig, Goga Batace, uh Chris Duarte, and then Kiefer Sykes. Kiefer, who is under. Six feet tall, and I beat the. That I only knew two of those players. That team beat the Warriors. You not know a big Goga guy?
5: He tried. No, to is he the guy that looks like on. a middle aged like dad?
3: Uh, yeah, kinda. No, 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 no. Sure? Maybe I don't know. I don't know what Jay thinks a middle aged dad looks like. To be honest, he looks like you? he could be a middle aged dad.
2: A middle-aged dad. I'm a middle-aged dad. Wait, what's middle-aged? <laughs> Let's all go I consult. don't
4: know. Let's all go consult. 40. 40.
2: <laughs> Is 40 middle-aged? He doesn't have gray hair.
5: Oh, Sorry. but he has got a, like... He looks yeah, like a that's exactly what I'm thinking old. about.
2: Yeah. I would say that's a middle-aged dad. I, I mean, we'd all be <laughs> We'd all be really uh, grateful to look like Bittadse,
3: uh, <laughs> at 40. Yeah, probably so. Alright, fine. I'm a big Did you Goga put a picture fan. of him up? I like Goga. Uh I did not. But maybe I will. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Goga fan. I think I'm, he's good.
4: I'm a Goku fan.
3: He hasn't had much of a chance. <laughs> no, he has. I'm a Goku fan.
4: <laughs> Goku fan.
3: But yeah, the Pacers getting two in a row is a is a is a huge deal. And you know, maybe maybe now Rick Carlisle feels like he can coach now that the diva Sabonis is sitting down.
2: That yeah. is so weird. I did. I did listen to you and Alex talking about that on Wednesday, and I hadn't really considered it that much. To be honest, I forget that Rick Carlisle is coaching the Pacers. Yeah. Except every like two or three weeks, something will come up. It's like, oh, yeah, he's coaching them. That is so strange.
3: Yeah.
5: I does not really feel like he's coaching them, though. He is on the sidelines. Oh, he was last, coaching
3: last night. I was watching the second half. Last two. He was oh. in it. Oh, he's coaching coaching. He, he was in it to win it. I have heard that, that Domas is a
4: diva.
2: Really? Yeah. I've also heard that Rick Carlisle is a diva. Uh, there can only be one.
4: Battle of the D-Man. L-Man knows. Cannot. Have you ever see Mariah Carey with any other girl? No. Wow. There's only room at the top for one.
3: Maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha diva. Maybe that's it. Uh, yeah, the Thunder are in the, in the midst of a very important stretch and have already passed the first test here, and we'll we'll see how they play. They're on the road for a little while. They're they're not back in OKC until Monday. Um, so they they need to lose a lot of games here. I, I am feeling. Confident about the top of this draft, or I actually like the top of this draft. But once you get to six, seven, eight, um, I just don't know how good any of those guys are gonna be. So they really need is the last. They really is Johnny
5: Davis the last guy that you're excited about?
3: Probably so. Yeah. Like, I'm,
5: do you like Jalen Duran, or do you like uh, AJ Griffin, not, Benedict Mathurin, or anything like that?
3: Not really. And Johnny Davis is, like, a medium excitement guy. Like, he's definitely lower than the Jabari, Chet, Paolo, Jaden Ivy guys. Yeah. Like, he's definitely, definitely a step down. So, the fact that if Shaden Sharp actually enters the draft, like, that's a huge deal for the Thunder.
2: That is a really big deal. And... <clears throat> <laughs>
1: Sorry, that's a really big deal.
2: I have a frog in my throat throat) because he really could cut into that top three there. And I was watching highlights of him, and I'll tell you what—I've watched more highlights of him than anyone else. So, to me, number one overall. (laughs) Apparently, Ty Ty Washington's been
5: playing substantially better here recently too. Yeah. That's who they could get with the Clippers pick if they wanted to, you know. So I'm, I'm just trying to think out loud, guys. You know, like what about if, what if they are able to pull off Jalen Dern and Jabari Smith in the first
3: ten whoa. picks? Whoa, whoa, Jalen Dern, I'm, I'm cooling on him. I've, I've cooled on him a yeah. bit.
5: I don't know. Memphis is such a dumpster fire.
2: Jay, what if we had there two Shays? Fires. We could have two Shays.
5: Think well, about the potential, to, right?
2: Who's the other Shay?
5: I'm just kidding. Giddy's not really like Shay, but...
2: No, I mean, literally, their names are, Shay. could be Shay, Shea. Oh, gotcha. Shay. Okay. Shea Dawn. <laughs> Shea Dawn
4: and Shea Gill. It's going be too <laughs> confusing for them on the court. They can't play together. Well, Shea D and then Shea G. That's not going to work. I don't know. If the coach is
3: like,
2: pass it to Shea, the guy's going to be like, oh. Uh, no, he's like, pass it oh. to Shay D. Like, nah, Did you say happen. Shay G or Shay D?
3: It's not going to happen. Yeah, this is bad. It's not going to happen. They got to stay away. They've got to stay as far away as possible. And both Canadian. Both Canadian. Both represented by the same people. Just saying.
4: Pass it to Shea. No, the Canadian Shea. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness.
2: But he does. How he plays, from what (laughs) I've seen in breakdown videos of him, is super athlete, big time athlete scores well off ball and can have the ball in his hand he has yep. a step back shot i mean this is all like high school stuff of course cuz he hasn't played in college, at kentucky mm-hmm. but like crazy athlete
3: good athlete insane
2: hops yep. and a type of guy that that does fill a role for this team oh yeah and if he's a shooter too There's nobody else has like, got hops that's a that's a guy that can come in it seems like he's a guy that's just big
3: play guy he would he would definitely, highlight play guy he would definitely fit here and they could use somebody that can score the basketball like that. And I feel like he would be perfect to tank for next year mm-hmm. because I think that he's a guy that is going to use a lot of possessions and they're going to have a hard time figuring out <laughs> how to use a guy like that. So yeah. if that's their top pick, I'd feel a lot more confident in them tanking next year, which I'm i am growing more and more convinced that they're definitely tanking next year. Like right. Definitely. Wait. Can't wait for this. Definitely. Um so be ready. Be ready for that. But yeah, this that definitely changes what the draft could look like because there's a chance like I don't know, I think Chet Holmgren would, would be a nice fit here. And perhaps what if, if the Thunderfall stay at four? You know, I think having Shaden Sharp in the mix there's a better chance that Chet or Paolo or Jabari mm. drop. You know, we don't know what what teams think? Like Jabari Smith is definitely like the hot name right now. Like that's what most people think is that's who they think is the best player in this draft.
4: He's so hot right now.
3: However, so hot. We don't know what the preferences of any of these franchises are. So I think it'll be really interesting to see.
2: It's only good. It's only good for us if there's more players that are like, like rotated through player. that. Like yeah, this is actually the best player.
3: And I hope he doesn't play. I hope he enters the draft. Yeah. And listen to Saturday Slam and Jam tomorrow. We have Sam Vicini coming on and we talk in detail about the Shade and Sharp stuff and how it works and what kind of player he is and everything. Like we go into extreme detail. I think we have like twenty minutes that we talk about him and the situation and how it affects the draft. So Ooh. Uh, get ready for that. Dang,
5: what a teaser, bro. Ooh,
3: Ooh. It's going to be great. Ooh, yeah. We've already tease, recorded it. I already know everything. Tease. I'm trying not to say all the things that were already said. Just play. Just play it. <laughs> oh, just play yeah. it for us. Stop teasing. Let me pull up the video. Ooh, tickle, tickle. Hold on. Just nope, not doing Jeez. that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Any other Thunder things going on that you all are mindful of? Well, Giddy's sat, in a little bit of a turnover sat slot. Russ. They sat
4: Russ. They sat Russ. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Russ. We're so. Oh, my God. They sat Russ. They sat Russ. <laughs> He's so mad. He almost left the game, but he didn't. He was just John.
3: Yeah.
2: DeAndre Jordan had to go get him. They had to go get him. Voice, you know, of voice
4: of reason.
3: I'll be really interested to see how he responds.
2: Russ responds.
3: Russ responds to all of this. Um. I can't imagine he'd be very happy about the situation. I think they play in Orlando next. Um, yeah, it's just a it's just an odd situation because they knew what they were getting. It's like it's not a mystery like what you're getting when you trade for Russell Westbrook at this stage in his career. And I think that we've reached this point where there's a lot there's a lot of defenders of Russ out there, definitely. I don't think that Russ is like easily defendable today. And that's okay. But however, I do think that if if the Russell Westbrook people would just defend what his career has been and his legacy will be. I think stick with that. Don't try to defend his play today. Yeah. Because like Russ as the player that he is is done. You know? Like that it's over. Like he can't be this anymore. And so he, he really does have to change. And he's got to be willing to sit at the end of games or play off the bench or whatever he needs to do to make it work. Like he's got to do that. And the reason that he probably can't have a, a really long career is not because his body won't let him. It's because his brain won't let him. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's definitely like Allen Iverson 2.0. And part of the reason that he became such a great player was because he had this kind of drive. And it's also going to be what makes his career end faster.
4: It's kind of like what, what
2: you sound uh, like a hater. Okay. Big Russ hater. Did you not see that I? dunk on Gobert? Still
4: got it. Still the got Gobert it.
2: Gobert dunk happened the game before,
4: Andrew. How quickly we forget about a dunk. It's just a, hater. About a dunk. It's just about it's, this one dunk. It's just like the conversation that like we had like flashback like three or four years ago about Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. about how he was not ready to take on a bench role. Yeah. And like Russ coming off the bench would be phenomenal, but he's not you know, it's it he's going to take it as like take offense to it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I felt like the worst part of the Russ thing was <laughs> who they benched him for,
4: which was Malik Monk. Yeah. That's that's bad. The worst thing I think that's that's happening around it is after the Lakers games, the Twitter spaces that are happening, where it's like Russ is in there listening. They can see that his avatar oh, really? is there. I I've seen one that he's been in, and his brother's in it, and like, it's that's not that's not going to be good for the situation. <laughs> it's going to be really okay. Bad. Can you
2: imagine being Frank Vogel right now and having to deal with that Russ? attitude. I I would
3: probably just hope that I get fired.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) At the after that decision, that's like a putting all your chips in decision right there. It's like (laughs) this is either going to be
4: great for me. Yeah. But that came out but the story came out that he had the blessing of management to do that. He did. So it's like so it's like of course they're gonna bless him
2: to make those decisions. If it works out well then they'll praise him. If it works out
4: poorly, then it's his fault. I know. But just to, to be, to be Russ and simply like, Hey, everyone's been talking about doing this. <laughs> about well, also, he's been in trade rumors and for every, how long and to want, to over a month you. now. And well, there's not on really trade rumors. Like
3: you can't trade him.
2: No, but people talk about... it For Russ, people still talk about trading him. Yeah. And, like, ESPN and all these people talk about, can you trade Russ, blah, blah, blah. Do they need to trade Russ? Can they figure it out? Yeah, but... To Russ, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what the reality is.
4: I'm sure the reality matters, too.
2: Well, I mean, he knows (laughs) I mean, yeah, a little (laughs) bit. But, like, he gets mad at perception and how people talk about him and and all this stuff.
3: Yeah. I mean... The the truth is like he needs to be able to take a lesser role. He needs to stop shooting threes for the most part. He can take corner threes. He's actually shot the corner three fine, but above the break threes like this need to be done. He needs to be able to drive to the basket, play a role, move around. Like, he needs to do the things that everybody has wanted him to do his whole career: set screens, cut, do all the things, and he oh, just okay. won't do it. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. is this is why it's going to come to an end unless he's willing to go play for like a bad team for the rest of his career. You know? I mean, he's playing with LeBron James who's playing yeah. great. LeBron has been awesome. And it's part of, part of the fit issues is not all Russ. Part of it is the other role players that the Lakers have. Like the fit is just not there across the board. They're also missing Anthony Davis. But, I. it is... It was just a big mistake from the start to bring Russell to this team because he takes up so many possessions. He's not the same guy that he was and, frankly, hasn't been the same guy since, really, 2017. And he's had some good seasons, and that's great. But right, Russ has had a hard time affecting wins and losses. You know, it's been a while. Yeah. he had, And he drugged that Washington team to the playoffs – cool but like affecting winning at a high level like i think he could do that like put him on a team like the wizards again and i think that he could take a ton of possessions and maybe do something mm-hmm. but if we're talking like winning playoff games yeah like that's where i just i mean he hasn't i mean how many playoff games has he won since 2016 20s after 2016 how many playoff games has he won it's been how many is less it? than five probably yeah three They won one in 2017, right? Yes. Or is it two? I can't remember. Did that go five, four or five? No, I think they and won, they, won think one think because won it was games. game It was yeah. game five that they brought in Oladipo. That was one. Off the bench. They won yeah. two in the Jazz Series. Yeah. And then... Got swept. Got swept. And... Wait, did they win one? They won... Four? No, 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 it's been it's been way more. Than oh five. yeah, because the Rockets, the Rockets. I forget <laughs> yeah, about the Rockets. I forget
4: about the Rockets season too. Yeah, it's Russ slander
3: They won five there, so he's won like eight. Slandering he's, he's kind of some Russ slander. it's like, It will be taken as Russ slander for sure. But like the Rockets had to completely set the table for Russ, you know, for it to work. And then after they did that, they were still like, okay, bye. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's It's kind of sad to look at
2: his, uh, I was looking at basketball reference, OKC all those years and then different team every single year.
3: Yeah, and it's like, I mean, it's really hard to trade Russ in season. In the off season, when teams are thinking about who they want to be, I think you can trade him then. But now is not, now would not be the time.
2: Jay, I've noticed you're sitting out of the uh, Russlander segment. (laughs) I had to go and uh do some stuff here at the house but
4: so (laughs) Mm, i will say this convenient in the bathroom
5: (laughs) and andrew you alluded to it is some of it is russ's responsibility and or fault but also like there was not one single person that thought this was a good fit when it happened last summer yeah like
2: Oh, there's people so there. I
5: don't know if it's Palinka or LeBron James, which one of them bears the burden of that. But if they would have just kept Alex Caruso and done that trade for Buddy Healed, you know, or whatever, like there's there were ways to make moves. And then on top of that, is like AD AD has been hurt, and then even before that, he wasn't playing up to his level. Yeah. And so there are some other aspects to this band. But a team with LeBron and Rush, you just would expect to be better. Um, but, man, they've just leveraged so much depth in the rest of their roster to have three max players on their team. And one of which is is not really to the level of a max player anymore. Yeah. You know, like, I think there are places where Russ could play potentially, but you're right. It would have to be a team where everything was centered on him. Um and those just don't exist right I was going to
3: say like he's running out of options of teams that would be willing to do that I mean can you name a team right now that would say you know what let's let's give it all up for Russell let's give let's let's make our mm-hmm. team a Russell Westbrook team like can you think of a team that would do that Pacers Kings no
5: like no. it has it would have to be a team that's desperate to draw people and maybe get into the play-in,
4: I think the New York Knicks would do it. The Knicks would not.
3: I think they the would. Knicks. Mm-hmm. I've I've actually dug into that a little bit because I thought the same thing. Like I think your your mind is in the right spot because like I thought the same thing. But I good job, Luke. Came up empty. Yeah. When asking questions. Yeah.
4: <laughs> they mm. just, like aging, Port- just like aging stars that right. can bring in a bunch of people with names. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just Golden State. Golden State. Not to
4: Warriors. mention,
5: not to mention the fact that you would have to. I mean, his contract is so giant. Yeah. That you 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 can't just think of like random teams. You have to. Think, All right, what's a team that could put together a package for billion dollars? The
4: problem. That's why the, they, they can't trade with anybody.
3: The ultimate rest. No. The ultimate rest question is: Let's say he gets bought out would you happening. Happening? Would you accept him would you accept him back <laughs> oh Even god no let's just say that like things go so wrong in, in LA that this summer they're just like you know what will you take a 37 million dollar buyout
2: this is one of those relationships where you know when you were in it it was great and it made a lot of sense for yeah. that time in your
4: life for that yeah. phase in your life but you look back and you've grown
2: uh, you've just changed like, I would You know and not, You've not You've just changed apart You know what I mean You've yeah. both changed And so you try to come back and He, you has try not, to use he the, hasn't changed Well you know Things change And you try to come back And you try to use that nostalgia And that You know it's maybe fiery For a little bit It's really uh, <laughs> Something special <laughs> And then Pretty soon you find out You know what We're just not the same people That we used to be
5: Yeah So I want to say this in a way that you
2: move on and you start going on different dates with other people, different dates.
5: I want to put like qualifiers on this in the sense that I'm not trying to be like Russ's time here in Oklahoma city was really, I mean, 90% of it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, But I do wonder if there's part of it where Sam would just for the culture, he's trying to create with this collection of players, uh, is, is that wouldn't be something. Like Russ tries hard and he works hard and all of that stuff really matters. Yeah, And that's the part of the culture I think that he would be able to leak. But there is also, I think, some of Russ's personality and his way of playing that is pretty contrary to the, the brand of basketball that the Thunder seem to be trying to create today. So I think that that's part of the reason that, that Sam wouldn't touch that at all uh, moving forward. As much as he loves Russ, brought to the team there was also a pretty wow. sam didn't mince at the end of that uh i don't know if i think it was the portland series yeah. where he was just like we've got to keep our composure a little bit better like there's a different what do you say there's a difference between aggressive and i can't remember what it was something that was super confusing but um i just don't think that that he fits <laughs> i don't i don't think he fits with this kind of current attempt to create a new team um and so I don't think that he would bring that part of the culture back into yeah. the organization.
3: Yeah, that's probably true.
5: And if it stifles the leadership growth of Shea or Giddy or, you know, because he's just – Russ is the the ultimate alpha. Like, it's who he is. Like, there's not a locker room he goes into where he's not, and that's one of his problems. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Uh,
3: all right. Uh, I, I was having this conversation yesterday, and I was curious how you guys felt. How would you rank the Thunder young prospects? Hmm. So, basically, take out Muscala, Kenrich, and Favors, and then rank the Thunder players based on how you think they're going to be in the future. So, I think, like, Shea Giddy Dort is probably the order of those top three. Does anybody disagree with that?
4: No, I agree. I want to put put Giddy higher, but I'm not ready to. Yeah. I want to though.
3: Wow. So who, in your opinion, is next? Like who's, who's up next with the thunder? We've got Trey man, Poku, JRE. Yeah. Trey man, probably Darius. Trey man. That was going to say the same thing.
5: Trey Trey man's my guy, man. I love what he does on the court. And I always try to temper it now because we've had so many of those conversations about how well Thunder fans are just always so hyped on their rookies. But it's like <laughs> I've never felt this way about Ferg the way I feel. Like Ferg was a great he, he had the potential to be a great like slide in to uh you know shooting guard role, but yeah. not anything spectacular. Trey man does stuff that I'm just like, holy what? Yeah. Like I don't remember the Thunder having players that do what he does.
1: Yeah.
5: Um, you know, and as he grows a little stronger in his frame, like how does his shot become more consistent? But his ability to create space, his creativity um off the drive with the floater game and doing different things, like he's got athleticism like these dunks that we've seen. <laughs> Trey is the guy that gives me the most like oh is this the you know shocking high level contributor going forward that the Thunder pulled at what 15 or 16. Um 18. JRE 18. JRE's a role yeah. player. Yeah. I do think JRE and I I and I've I think maybe this is feeling more and more mainstream and thinking, but I do think that Wiggins is gonna be a long term role player. If it's not for the Thunder, it's gonna be somewhere. He just does all sorts of right things. Oh. um while he's on the court and but he's not anybody that you would rank being like man this guy's a, gonna change the franchise but i think he does carve out a role long term so but Trey man's the guy that i every time i watch him i'm just like whoa
3: yeah i would agree who would you have who do we have at five so we have trey at four
4: guys i think I, I think i know who's gonna be last who i think it's gonna be poku Oh, last. I mean, ta- I don't tell you to tell me. Yeah.
5: I need Andrew to tell me what's going on with Poku.
3: He's playing in the G League.
2: <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Okay. Oh, yep. Next is um, either Wiggins or JRE. Probably JRE. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Probably Jeremiah's next at five. Which just tells me. You know, I think doing this exercise, like I feel like a lot of people are like, man, the Thunder have a lot of really great young players. It's like, they kind of don't. Yeah. Does J- <laughs> Does JRE at five tell you more about JRE or Bazley? Um Bazley. It tells me a lot about both, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to be honest. I think it says a lot about both of those guys. Because, you know, really like last year's, Last year's class or really all the guys before that, like, I don't know. I mean, you just... Like, I don't know that any of them are really long-term fits for the Thunder. Like, I don't think is going to be a long-term guy for the Thunder.
2: Never surrender.
3: I'm becoming less confident that Poku can be a long-term guy for the Thunder.
4: Oh. Um, Wasting and same, all that money on your fanny pack. <laughs> same
3: with Darius. <laughs> mm. You know, the Poku fanny pack in 10 years... Whether or not Poku works out. like He's still very young.
4: It's something that I want a whole lot that I will not buy for myself. And there's not a lot of things that I want that I don't buy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's,
3: it will be a hilarious thing to have. Oh, yeah. It will if, be. If you remember that Poku guy? Remember that he has custom fanny
2: packs? <laughs> this is also a good way to think about these guys. When you really think about them, to take them out of your bias, if you can. Do you think place them on pick a random team on the NBA and think would they play minutes on that
3: team? Yeah, look at like look at the Spurs. Yeah, how many of the guys on the Thunder would crack the rotation with the Spurs? Shea, Mm -hmm. Dort, Giddy. Giddy, and that's probably the end of the list. Yeah, I mean, Trey, Trey Mann, and Josh Primo
5: similar, like as far as where they would fit, right? Probably so and Josh Primo's is playing a lot of G League minutes.
3: Yeah, Josh Primo didn't play in that game the other night because he was with the Austin Spurs. So, Yeah. Yeah,
5: I think that and I, here's the good news about Poku in my mind is what are they, five years away of having to make a long-term decision? Like, they'll extend him for something small because they believe in, hey, man, this dude's worth a $3 million or $5 million a year or whatever it would be to extend him. But maybe. they don't have to make a
2: decision on cutting but him wh- loose for five years. But they years. have so many draft picks I was coming say, up, they
3: kind of need to. roster. They're going to have a roster crunch issue is, yeah. is why they may not. If And and maybe he turns the corner. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, we can't. I can't say definitively that like Poku's done, but the progress that we would hope to see in year two isn't there yet. So uh, maybe I he'll come know. back. Maybe and he'll I... come back from the G league and, and, but he just has to be able to score with at least yeah. like any sort of normal, efficiency. bad efficiency. And and, it's be be like it's got to be worse than the league 30 efficiency.
2: 39% from the field.
3: He's got to uh, No, I, he's got to get up over 40%. Like you just can't, if you shoot less than 40% from the field, Unless you're like a top ten play, top ten pick in the draft, like you just can't play.
2: All right, well that's Dort, so you just can't play. Okay, so do you? Dort, Dort is that shooting forty percent from the field. Oh, he shoot. He's right at forty. He's at right at forty. Oh, okay. He can well, play. Your arguments still works. he can yeah, play. Yeah, but Dort, Dort also,
5: I mean, does a lot of other things now more than probably reality is. Yeah, he
3: does other things. The yeah. guys that are shooting less than forty percent from the field maybe this is why Trey Mann doesn't play very much. Trey Mann is one of them. He's shooting Ooh. 39% of the field. Darius Baisley, 39%. Poku, 35%. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you got to do something. You <laughs> just can't do it. <laughs> you know, Tao Maladon, 28%. Goodbye. Never surrender. Oh. Never surrender. <laughs> Never surrender. Yeah, he just you just have to be able to score the basketball with some kind of efficiency and if you can do it then great you can play if you can't then you god there's a
2: can't. lot of su- i just don't remember this many sub 40 players being on a team that i liked sub 40 percent players i should say
3: well who do you like in that group uh, Trey. Uh, Trey, that's. Oh, you big Olivier Sarr guy? Are you sad? He's shooting 33% from the field?
2: No. But also, I do think, like, because Giddy's percentages are down too. I feel like rookie year, you're allowed to do that, especially yeah. if you're getting minutes. If you're a top rookie 10 year, pick, like, it. who cares? Yeah. yeah. Second Josh is, year, Josh okay. is 40% on the season.
5: What about a top 18 pick?
3: If you're a first round pick, like, sure. There we go.
5: Like, yeah, first round pick, perfect. There All right, go. good. Good. Poca's the first round pick, but. You know, last but
3: thirty nine percent and thirty five percent. It's a it's a it's big a big di- difference. He's got so he's with the G League. He played a lot better last season after he came back from the G League bubble. Perhaps that will happen again because he's hopefully he can catch a rhythm and come back and at least shoot the basketball better because he's shown that he can do some other stuff on the court. He's been far more controlled this year than the year before, but yeah. it just time. doesn't really matter if
5: he can't he can't shoot with any sort of close to decent efficiency. You know, like yeah, yeah you can matter. be all controlled and not throw the ball out of bounds every time you try to pass to somebody, but you've got to be able to score, especially since that's I think his shots there. Like there was that play. I mean, it's probably the last game he played for the Thunder where. Giddy got the ball on the break and passed yeah. it out to Poku who literally put his hands up the moment he turned around on offense Yep, and he, you know, but he hit that three and it's like, if that was not even, I'm not even saying like if that was consistent, but that was even just decently consistent. Like, yeah, but it's just, he's just not there. No. Not um, there. And, it, and I think the questions, there's a validity to the question of, will he ever be, um, but I'm not ready to quite throw in the towel on Poku. Yeah, but. I
3: mean it's not time to do that yet. But we can. It's fair to talk about how it has not worked out. Um, to further lock in my Charlotte win tonight, Kenrich Williams is no longer listed on the injury report as oh, health and safety protocols, wow. and is probably on a plane as we speak to Charlotte can to I, rescue this team.
2: So now I am confused about what you're. Yeah, talking. about to. Say, so you so do he's, want
3: them? To? I don't want them to win. I just think they're going to.
4: So you're still no. locked, locked in. I am. Reverb- he's he's reverse jinxing, man. Locked out. I'm locked I, out. I am I think locked in. He is in. too, Jay. I Ken he was. being
5: back really makes me more nervous about my apple fritter bet, though.
3: Oh, I cannot wait to eat that apple fritter. <laughs> he needs to <laughs> How free it. Will taste. I think
5: that just for I, man, there are just some potential long term effects of COVID that I think are worth just pulling Kenridge. <laughs> <laughs> until
3: 2023, we won't know it. We can we won't know anything until we just it's too early to tell Late April,
5: man. yeah,
3: we just won't it's, know it's just too
5: early we to can tell it
2: with whoever we want out of an abundance. Hey, by of the
5: caution. way, That's this right. you want to talk about like the most like one of the most depressing things yesterday. So this summer, I'm trying to take a no, I don't talk want to
2: talk about depressing things. <laughs> I
3: don't either, really. I do,
4: Jay, hit me with it.
5: So I was taking a like substantial block of time off next summer and like this upcoming summer, and I so went into me time? the 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 Google search. Yeah, some meantime I'm trying to take that. some vacation, like actually try to kind of decompress. Dude, good for you. Anyway, all that to say that I looked at when I blocked off my time, and there is a high likelihood that I will be out of town the night of the lottery. Jay. are you
3: serious? Jay. Yes,
5: guys, where, where are you to be?
3: How, how I don't do you, know.
5: Mexico, hopefully. <laughs> Just anywhere On but On a he, beach somewhere.
4: Anywhere but
3: here. Jay's trying to quit the pod is what he's wow, trying to say. Jay. No,
5: I'm not. I promise you guys. This well, is we literally, haven't I'm telling you, you, it was wow. like depressing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Jay. Um, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, that. I'll be, boys. You'll be what? <laughs> I'll be watching. I'll be watching.
2: It sounded beep. like the way it happened, it sounded like it beeped out something. You said, I'll be beep, boys. Yep, that's
3: true. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jay's going to be getting beeped up. He's going to be getting beeped. All right.
0: Courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to Michelob slash courtside to learn more.
3: I need it. A- All right, we're back from our quick beep. And now it's time for. Take back
0: to it,
4: bigger in the three. back to it, bigger in the three.
2: Hello, let's taste on factor Yesterday, for some reason I was thinking about NBA player endorsements and I was uh, I actually found this video that was Top 10 Worst NBA Endorsements. Oh. So, I'm going to give you a little a little taste, a little bit of flavor. flavor. Um this first one coming up is going to be a Spurs endorsement. <laughs> Oh, God. My segment is messing up. Come on, Tayshawn. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. So this is uh, Tiago Splitter and Gary Neal for a car dealership. Right? Yeah. Hey,
4: girls. We need a car that is perfect for our team. How
0: about that, coach?
4: Okay. Yes.
2: So girls are, uh, <laughs> a lot of girls are piling into this car. <laughs> That Tiago splitters.
4: Now,
3: if they could just find me a guard, they did.
2: Okay, all these girls are in the back of this car that Tiago Splitter is about to close the trunk on, just <laughs> packed full of girls. And then you look in the car, and Gary Neal is sitting in the car and he turns around with the creepiest smile I've ever seen. It's like this is not, this is not a well thought out commercial here. Wow. Okay, so that was one. And then I have a a little special gift for you too. And I think we all remember this. <laughs> That was, the Chrysler Jeep Dodge guarantees the lowest price on So that was Russell Westbrook, DJ White, Nick Collison. Oh yeah, I remember that. Isn't that nice? So, Did they just
4: give him one take they didn't listen to like listen to the song three or four times and then you'll get it? Yeah. yeah oh, that's
2: definitely what yeah. 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 Well, if you guys were an NBA player, what would be your local business endorsement?
4: Here's what I'm singing. Okay. BC Clark's Christmas Jingle. Oh. I mean, that thing is a classic. I'm singing it. <laughs> wow! It's gonna be me, and I'm gonna be dressed up. Uh, you know, like a choir, but it's all gonna be me. Oh, it's not, they're gonna <laughs> like it's <laughs> gonna <laughs> multiply you yes, by twenty. B- yes, me, but twenty. It's gonna be me singing. Wow! Uh, jewelry is the gift to give, because um, that's 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 mine. What would you right.
3: want? So you want would you? Would you want jewelry? What's the thing? i would be you... dripping
4: in jewelry. Oh, drip, dripping. <laughs> when I think of
2: Luke. I think of drip. Andrew.
3: Uh, I'd like to be a, a spokesman for Brahms. Okay. Just mm. have all the Brahms I would ever want. Okay. Quality milk. I had it okay. iced cream last night. You did. You know what would you have? Chili.
4: Oh yeah, I got some good chili. And then I had a Reese's mix, extra Reese's. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cold Reese's in a bowl. And and my and the person that took <laughs> my took my order came in gave gave my money to. So nice wow thank you for that extra bit of information perfect service Jmon? he went he's gone gone.
2: oh he's gone okay i have one okay it's earl's barbecue okay okay and my name is taylor flystone for i would change my name if i was a uh, basketball player okay to flystone yeah taylor flystone i'm a dunker dude that's kind of cool flystone flystone i fly it's, it's, but it's also it's needs hard Needs a
4: little bit more time in the oven
2: yeah well, you know <laughs> it came to my mind so and it would be uh the commercial would be you know earl's earl's barbecue have you ever wondered why our barbecue sauce tastes so good come in the back i'll show you our secret ingredient and you're pissing in the barbecue sauce no, 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 <laughs> no. close <laughs> they go back and they turn around in the corner and it's a, a beautiful bathtub uh-huh. Full of barbecue sauce, and it's me, Taylor Flystone, just chilling in there. Well then
4: you're peeing in it. Yeah, well That's the implication. I'm doing some
2: other stuff, yeah. Ooh. But to
1: it, bigger in
2: You're gross. It's just and then disgusting. a single bubble pops up where between my legs. Oh,
4: Taylor, no. Twitter questions! Alright. Now back to the Brahms Talk. Our first Twitter question comes from Alex underscore Bowler who wants to know what's the worst kind of milk? Strawberry milk. I was gonna say strawberry, strawberry milk. milk. Yeah,
2: just doesn't taste right. I never get it. I was yeah, never yeah. get it. It tastes like it's a forced, uh,
4: forced combination. Here's the thing: is chocolate milk is so good. They tried to. They got. They got. It is good. They got high on their own supply, and they're like, "Let's do it with something else." With strawberries, yeah. bad. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm out on any sort of almond milk or anything
4: like that. Mm. Uh, like, um, yeah. I wouldn't. I would never.
2: Do you ever. So, coconut milk, you don't drink it. But have you ever cooked with coconut milk?
4: I've never cooked with it. It's really
3: good. I've drank it. It's not good. Coconut, it's good. I like coconut, coconut water. Is, uh, it's both bad. What's good for you? It seems like it would be better than it is. Really? You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds good. Like I like coconut, but I'm out on the milk or the water.
5: Hmm. Mm.
3: It's not good. It's just straight up not good. You think like especially if you've ever been to like a beachy area where somebody's cutting right. up a coconut right. and they put a big straw in it. Do
4: you think it's gonna be really good? You as think as
3: it's long. gonna be delicious. You think like, oh this is gonna be great, this is gonna be refreshing to drink is- it. <laughs> it's disgust it's not good. This is because
4: Sonic has tainted your idea of what coconuts taste no,
3: like. No, I have eaten a coconut.
4: Coconut it's but a, it's, it's very, not it's, good. You you are onto something. That's not very good. But the vibes are good. The
3: vibe is great. The vibe, yeah, is, the great. vibe is great. You, it looks great. Like you, yes. You know I kind of like put, the salty. Sweet you know what you need to
4: put a little it. in that coconut. A little bit of rum. Yeah,
3: that is probably true. <laughs> but on its own. It's good. not good, rum rumble still skin rumble still skin
2: rum <laughs> <laughs> rumble
4: still skin. You're a good man. <laughs> hey
2: Andrew, if you ever cook curry in this house, I can tell this is a big curry household. Yeah. Next time, use <laughs> use coconut milk to be like the the creamy part of the curry. Delicious. Then okay. you realize, oh, this is how it should always.
3: Yeah, be. Yeah, but th- it's different. I'm just saying, it's just it's different than just having it just as is.
2: The worst milk. I guess you're right. Ha- oh, you ever wake up and accidentally pour a glass of half and half or heavy cream and suck that thing down? No. Oh, no. God. What a terrible way to wake up. No, that's that's the worst milk.
4: No one does. It's not even milk. No, when you accidentally
2: pour a- cream. orange juice in your milk cup. Oh, God. <laughs> that's some bad milk. I don't know
4: what you're talking about. The milk's gone bad. The milk's
2: gone bad. It's orange. I'm a stand-up comedian
4: <laughs> and the whole crowd knows my tagline is
2: oh that's some bad milk.
4: <laughs> that's some the bad gone milk. bad. Um, all right. Hey um, our next Twitter question comes from at fi <laughs> underscore Wilson. Who wants to know if the Thunder get a top three pick and they don't take Chet? Would you want them to take a center later in the draft or would you prefer them to play another year without a true center? So, Someone he has grown very intrigued by is Ishmael Kamagate. Could be had at mid to late 20s.
3: Yeah, I, I'd i be fine with them. if, like, Let's say they got the fourth pick and they took Jaden Ivey or Shaden Sharp. I would be fine if they didn't draft a center. Oh, yeah. I don't even think
2: about centers that aren't... The only center I would want to draft is a weirdo center.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would definitely take Chet or Paolo or Jabari, which really Jabari and Paolo are not centers. Like They they could play some small ball center, but they're not centers. Mm. So it's really just about Chet, who probably can't play center his rookie season anyways. They do say (laughs) he's a lot stronger. And he, he looks. He definitely is. They say that about me too. But I would, I would want, and I would probably play him next to Jeremiah next year, mm. who has played center primarily yeah. for the Thunder, and make him guard the bigger, stronger guys.
4: Guys, are next. I think. <laughs> oh, Jay! Jay, oh, me! Hell? What oh the
5: my hell, gosh! Man? What the hell, man? This voice. Where did it come it scared from? Scared me. Uh, I do think that, uh, and it's playing chet and jre next to each other kind of excited me like i think that would actually be a good pairing because you do have jre who could do some work uh i mean it's this is like not even remotely a comp that makes sense but you remember when perk and surge both kind of played together and surge was the more natural shot blocker yeah uh but jre kind of fitting
3: yeah no no it's not you're not thick, way off that,
5: thick, that thickness you're you know that off. can body up on some of those big guys and then you have chet who can come and help out i don't know that's kind of what gonzaga is doing with timmy timmy's not a great defender necessarily yeah. but but it is, putting those two guys on the court together i don't know I, i'm not a huge Chet guy just because i do really it's this is the most boring way to evaluate him i am super concerned about his ability to fill out um but man, he does bring a level of potential that nobody else in that top five does, in my mind. Yeah, um, I've always been more on the Palo side, and then watching a little bit of that game against Alabama, I do like uh, Jabari Smith. I don't know; he just Jabari's the guy that makes me think there's more of that transcendent potential. Yeah, um, for sure. But anyway,
4: hey guys, our next Twitter question comes from at Cody Kaiser, who wants to know our favorite pop. Tart flavor. S'mores. S'mores. It's gotta be s'mores. S-
5: s'mores. S'mores is mine too. Really?
4: Ha-
3: Wait, what's
4: yours? Not s'mores?
3: Not s'mores. Um I like the brown sugar cinnamon mm-hmm. without the icing. Is there a bad one? Well, whoa. It's yeah. gross. That's my favorite. If I'm doing a pop
5: tart, I'm not worried about like the sugar content. Why it's would you not about not the, the sugar icing? content.
3: It's just I just don't like the. I'm just out on the icing on that particular Pop Tart. On like a blueberry, I'll, I would take the icing.
4: Where does, s'mores, like strawberry where does too. s'mores rank in your, in your list? I'm not. A, I'm not big on it. Oh come on! Oh man. my god! I'm not come big on, on it. Dude. Hey, live a little. <laughs> I'm not big. Live on Live a little. <laughs> s'mores, man. Try it. It's good. I have to go as well. Jay, I love you and miss you. Hey, good to see you guys,
5: man. My Luke, name,
4: take care. I hardly saw you. I would have heard you. <laughs> uh, Ooh, cookies so. and cream Pop-Tarts? <laughs> cookies and cream? Cookies and cream. Okay. Hey, guys. everyone. You know what? Are you miffed and peeved, Jay, about anything? I'm miffed and peeved. I haven't seen you in three years.
5: Yeah, I'm miffed and peeved about generally everything right now. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Specifically, no, not really. I mean, I do wonder why. What's this? <laughs>
1: I'm
5: not trying to have this conversation, but I guess kind of having this conversation. So this guy that they love that they're that's on a twelve day, uh, or whatever. I don't know what his Ten name day? is. Muhammad. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Did, that, Di- that diakite. Diakite. I I don't understand why he plays in pokers in the G League. Like I'll just say it. Let me just say it.
3: I mean, there's. I mean, they're just bringing him in, right? They're just bringing him in to see what he can do, and that's it. See, so, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, they're just and they're giving him a chance to play, is all. You know.
5: Hey, I know I missed this because I had to go, and it's so cold outside. I had to take my son down to school, but uh, what do you? What's the trade deadline look like for OKC? Like anything and also anything you're doing going forward for the trade deadline like what what's your content creation going to look like did you already talk about this or did I
3: no 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 we actually have not talked about it we we will be doing a live trade deadline show on the athletic youtube page so we'll look out for that uh, yeah. i will probably be involved in some way and for the thunder i think it's going to be mostly quiet i could see them taking on some some contracts to um, help them get to the salary floor and maybe acquire some picks. I think that's what it will look like. I think that's... You think
5: f- there's a chance they absorb... to so what I, I'm here to offer. Houston, John Wall, right off your hands, but remove your protections
3: for yeah, the pick next year. I would be all for that. I'd be all about that. <laughs> Everybody I don't, would. be. I yeah. don't think that they would be all about that. But yeah, I would do that in a second.
5: You have any big predictions league wide? Uh,
3: i I do think that that there is a a good chance that Ben Simmons is traded by February. To 10th. the I would guess the Kings. Like the Kings, I think are probably the most desperate of the teams right now. So
5: doesn't San Antonio make so much sense.
3: I just don't know what,
5: yeah. What's the six What does I really want. I kind of enjoy the narrative that is growing among Twitter where it's like Daryl Morey. I don't know why I've always had just a distaste for him. Yeah. Uh, but and he's always been this beloved media GM, and I think mm-hmm. large part because of his availability, he just was willing to talk to people and Definitely. be on their podcast and all that. But yeah, there's this part of me where it's like everybody just realizes like how ridiculous he's holding out for what, and maybe the trade deadline pushes him in. But I'm like, even if he took back a less. I don't know, less dominant package, right? Like trading Ben Simmons for a top 25 guy is just not happening. But if you did put together a a pick package around whoever from the Kings that came back, um, anything is better than nothing with that Sixers roster. And the way Embiid is playing is, is he playing at such a transcendent level that makes it to where adding peripheral pieces, even, I don't know if Halliburton's an option. It doesn't feel like that's it.
3: Yeah. I don't know.
5: But if there are are it some of those be. guys that come back that could immediately improve that Sixers roster, I do ask that question of like how good could they be? Don't it just feels like it's wasting this really really unbelievable year of Embiid. It is. Um, with, it, with, it, with big that guys, knows. you just don't know their longevity.
3: Yeah. I wonder if they're waiting for Harden though.
5: Yeah, which might be it's the real case. Like they may Simmons for Harden, like by Yeah.
3: I think they might be waiting for another go around with James Harden. So Yeah. If they don't trade him, that would be my suspicion, is that they're waiting on a, a James Harden trade for next for the summer. Which if you're the Nets, Ben Simmons for James Harden is not the worst thing in the world for your team. Oh. Like, that's actually the kind of position that you'd want to put Ben in. Um, Oh, yeah,
5: I think he'd be great. Kyrie's the big question mark in that, too. I mean, I know he's playing currently. Yeah. uh, And I don't know what next season would look like, but for the the Nets to add Ben Simmons, and I, I think they would have to... My assumption is the Sixers would have to throw in more to get that trade, right? Like, is it... James, yeah. or is it Ben Simmons and
3: Matisse? Tyrese Maxey or Matisse not Mac- Nibel? Not Maxey, but maybe Matisse.
5: Not Seth Curry.
3: Definitely not Seth Curry. But they've got you like know, Patty Mills is like, you know,
5: the same m- kind diet of thing. Seth Curry. I just think, and maybe it has to be picks or something as well to kind of beef that up for the Nets because I think it's not stupid to think that Harden's a far more valuable asset than Ben Simmons.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I think that they have made Ben Simmons a... Ben Simmons has made himself, you know, not as valuable. If he was playing, like maybe. So, but yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I think the Kings are going to do something, whether it's trade for Sabonis or trade for Ben Simmons or trade for somebody. I think the Kings are not going to be able to help themselves. So (laughs) that's who I would take a look at. Uh, we got to yeah. read some five star reviews, Jamon, before we go, real quick. Yeah. So if you want to have yours read, just leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read them. This first one is comes from Joe Kickass six six six. He's from the United <laughs> oh States. He says, "Bunch of middle aged white dudes talk hoops in a fun way, complete with common white guy." Doing a 10-year-old Borat, my wife thing, and talking zany food takes that every other NBA pod does. OMG, soup is cereal, is a hot dog a sandwich, and what's the deal with Chick-fil-A? All the cliches aside, this pod is not tanking. Thank you so much for that review. This one comes from Tag Team Champions in the USA. Miracle pod. I was unable to walk until I heard this podcast and now I can walk. My buddy was blind and this podcast gave him sight. His buddy was allergic to cereal. And now after listening to the pod, he can now eat cereal anytime he wants. This podcast changes lives. Thank you so much. Uh, this one comes from at C underscore house in the USA. Best OKC Thunder pod. Come for the top notch Thunder content. Stay for the cereal reviews. I love that. All three have all included cereal so far. Um, and then this one comes from Aaron H. Chen in Taiwan. Five stars. I'm a fan from Taiwan. Really love you guys. Keep it up. Thunder up and good luck on the lottery. Thank you so much. If you want your review read, leave us one on Apple Podcasts. You can also, if you listen on Spotify, I don't think you can leave a written review, but you can definitely leave us a five-star review on Spotify. We'd appreciate that as well. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you guys again on Monday.